fight when they're not tired. The champions is when they're tired, that's when the real champions come out. That's when a real dog come out. Because if you go piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dog see. Oh, whoa, yes, indeed. Welcome back to another episode of the Aussie Fantasy Football Podcast. Joined by all the suspects back together again, Pointy69. How are you, mate? Good, mate. That's good. That's excellent. I guess Large Dick, how are you, mate? Great. Tombo, how are you, big fella? Thought this week uh, I would introduce <laughs> a new segment to the podcast. Um, it is going to be my team of the week of players you've never heard of. Now, I did Love put this. some parameters around this. Uh, they had to be rostered in under 10% of single quarterback leagues. And surprisingly, there is very hard to find a player that actually scores points when they're less than 10% rostered. Surely the um, other parameter is I haven't heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe we have because we're diehard, you know. Superstars, fantasy analysts. And also, uh, there was a few players like um, Logan Thomas actually snuck into my tight end group, but you know he's sort of like we've sort of heard of him, and he's gotta boring. Wait. So you got to watch out if he's sneaking into your tight end group. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so we we've gone with quarterback uh, this week. No one took a kneel this week. I was kind of no. hoping that someone took a kneel this week. No one did. Uh, so I had to go with Gardner Minshew. Only two point six percent rostered in single quarterback leagues. Redraft leagues. Points did he score? Thirteen point one. No, not bad. Yep, not bad for Gardner Minshew. Let's hope Richardson's out. We might have to start him in Sheep Three. I've <laughs> got him. I've got Richardson in one league. I've also got Minshew. So pretty pleased with that league. Um, now a couple of Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos went big this week for players you've never heard of. A Jaleel McLaughlin. I know Poyd has heard of him. Two point five percent of uh, leagues, six and a half fantasy points this week. Um, wide receiver Brandon Johnson. We've all heard of him, right? Brandon Johnson. Yeah, he's on the call to Mary. Yeah, zero zero percent um, rostered in single quarterback oh, BJ. redraft leagues. Um, Nineteen point six fantasy points, not bad. Was it all the hail mary? So, it was. Yeah. It was the hail mary that bounced off three defenders' hands and then landed in his lap. Yep. Um, tight end. I've gone with Stone Smart. Oh, that, that one's not real. That that's the lie. How good is that? <laughs> three, three truths and a lie. Stone Smart zero percent rostered. 2.9 fantasy points this week. I think he's at the Chargers. Is he at the Chargers? Uh, yeah. Not um, sure. Don't leave it unturned, whatever you do. Yeah. Uh, for my flex, a <laughs> little, little bit of fun here uh, for my flex play. I've gone with Trey Pipkins, the uh, offensive tackle from the Chargers. He scored 3.1 fantasy points, the old uh, two-point conversion. Uh, is, I've just is, seen that Stone Smart has two Ts in Smart. He does. Yeah. He does. I've actually wrote that Not in my notes. Smart. I've wrote two Ts at the end. Um, yeah, so 0% rostered for Trey Pipkins. And kicker, I've gone with Anders Carlson because I thought there is no chance that there is two Carlson's kickers Daniel Carlson's in the league. Brother. Daniel Carlson's brother at Green Bay. Fantastic. Six fantasy points, 1.5% rostered. So, play on. So, would I have won a week with that team? or No. No, no. <laughs> I really thought there would have been more players that put up big points, less than 10% rostered. But when you go through like <laughs> the list of players that, that are less than 10% rostered, it's pretty gross. It is very gross. So, But I just had fun. Stone Smart. How have we never heard? Has anyone heard of him? Seriously? I have no idea who he is. Yeah, I heard of him 
Yep. To, tonight? <laughs> yeah, somebody it's mentioned just... him the other day. It might have been you talking about this team. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. They're good. Um, yeah, so anyways, that was the longest answer to how are you, mate, in uh, the history of the world. So thanks for that. Uh, I'm going to try to do that every week, but it was kind of, yeah, kind of harder than I thought it was going to be. That's what she said. So anyways, uh, jump over to our social media platforms uh, at Oz, Oz Fantasy NFL on X. Uh, if you want to follow each of us, you'll find our socials over there. Get into the Discord. It's pumping. Uh, yeah, it is actually, genuinely. Got a lot going on. Uh, if you want your questions answered, you can flick over to there and uh, chuck a question on there. About 55 people respond within about 18 seconds. So, um, yeah, some very avid followers of the fantasy platforms in uh, in our Discord. So jump over there for sure. If you want to uh, leave a five-star review, we'd definitely appreciate it as well. Helps the algorithm gets us up there, gets us out to more people. So, yeah, jump over there and get it done. So, yeah, look, looking forward to this week. We're already at week three. It's actually going super fast and a little bit scary. That, uh, yeah, it feels good to be 2-0 and in Chiefs 1. And, um, yeah. Good times. The rest of them, let's not worry about. <laughs> Actually, I won every matchup by Sheep's three last week. It felt good. Uh, yeah. How are we how are we feeling? Two weeks in, are we uh, are we doing well? We're do, not doing so well. I had a pretty good week actually this week. Pretty good. I feel like every one of my teams is going to fall short. To be honest, but man, my Sheep's three team is so bad, and yeah, I think I'm one and one. But like, it is just on a knife edge where I could be. Like, lose the next 15. That's so bad. <laughs> I've got no picks. I've got teams that I'm like, oh, they're all better than the, the crap teams, but they yeah. not, might not be just enough to, to win it. But yeah, there's already some, like, three teams that are already tanked and you've got nothing to go for, so you just I hate that. Like survive. That, you know, you might scrape into playoffs, but then you get absolutely rolled week one in playoffs. I hate those teams. Yeah. That's my sheep streak team. It's rough. Yeah, it is rough. It is. Jeez, oh, got some crackage going on here this year, this yeah, bloke. Right. Oh, that was um. So I've got a, a bit of a different run to this cracker. week. It's it's a Japanese beer. I'm oh. not really Ooh. sure how to say what did that. You can you have a go at that? Oh. <laughs> I, I don't want to. You can spell <laughs> it. You can spell it first. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's uh, the Niigata beer. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah. pronunciation from you, actually. Yeah. Niigata. Yeah. Okay. Got to be very yeah. careful. Uh, 330 mils, combined metrics, 1.2 standard drinks, and a, th- a lot of this is in Japanese. 4.5% alcohol uh, volume. Uh, it's pretty. Is this fresh off your trip from Tokyo or? Uh, Coles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, it's got like a nice gold can with some sort of beige color on just, just a real simple cartoon beer on the front. Very simple. Just. I didn't know that Japanese made beer, to be honest, so just wanted to give it a whirl for everyone and, and see how it goes. Big um, New Orleans Saints vibes, mm. this can. Mm. Give, us a, give us a taste profile. Well, all Go right. Um, yeah, when I first got the, you know, you, what's that? Uh, is it Lucky Beer? The, oh, yeah. the one that comes in the Buddha bottle? The Buddha bottle. Yeah. I was going to mention that. Yeah, That's so amazing little, that we all knew about that. A sniff of that. But then it's got a bit more like fruitiness to it. A little bit of like... Fruity? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's made with some rice in it or something probably. Oh, but, um, wow. <laughs> that's what it tastes like. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit of a, bit of a surprise, this one. Um, it's kind of like a... A gadget play here had a had a bit of a a trick play on on you guys trying to get you to pronounce it. So I'm going to go with Khalil Shakir as the the player comp 
um, comes in and and does something. Khalil Shakir, what am I talking about? <laughs> Rash- Shahid, I hope you're Rashid talking about. Shahid is who I was supposed to say. Oh, I was okay. like, oh, yeah. great. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, just he's super exciting, isn't he? I, I said this on the weekend when he returned to kick off. Every time the ball gets in his hands, other teams must just flip out, but he's yep. just not. He's never going to be like a full-time player, so he's, he's probably uh, a third-round pick, I think. Um, for me, this, this I probably wouldn't get this beer again, to be honest. It's uh, not the best, but it's, it's fascinating. It's drinkable. Eh? Like a DFS would, play. Yeah. I would like to see Rashid Shahid play rugby league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, good, you know, like the old Benji Marshall back mm-hmm. in the day, and no one could put a hand on you. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got for this beer. beer yeah. Yeah. Flashbacks to Lucky Beer. Good times. Yeah, I can't believe you know about Lucky Beer. Well, we worked at Big on Lucky Beer. Two of us worked at Damn Energy, so, you know. Probably where it comes from. Yeah. It's a pretty big novelty when you're a teenager. Yeah. Well, I'd love beer and sushi one night. Oh, nice, fantastic. nice. Great combo. Great combo. All right, so let's rip into a few things too. We'll start with a bit of news, a bit of injury news. Um, quickly talk a few things. We'll talk some rookies. Uh, we'll talk some... Uh, Shit that Tom's been on about. Steve Perry. Oh. All right. <laughs> Thanks, He's just going to drop jokes all night and see if Tom gets any of them. <laughs> just in case um, Just in case you've missed it, this is peek behind the curtain. We had a, a thorough discussion about basketball before we got on here. Uh, Tom, give us your thoughts on basketball, mate. <laughs> basketball? <laughs> LeBron James, Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, Reamer and Coop. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of Space Jam. Britney's mum. Space Jam. One of Britney's mum's pubic hairs. Another one. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen basketball, oh, do yourself a favour. Pause the podcast. Put your kids to bed. Go and watch basketball. Come back and listen to the podcast. Great quality movie. Actually, I don't know if it holds up. I haven't watched it for 15, 20 years. It's probably severely inappropriate, but... No, it still holds up. It's got good advice, like, you know, that the warts on your dick won't go away unless you use a tropical clay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep dropping dropping them in. I'll see how, see how smooth I can get them and see if there's some organic this, but... All right, that's your challenge, to get three, off, three to five by the end of this podcast, Twitter. See if you can get them in there. Okay. All right, so let's talk some news. A couple of injuries we need to uh, be aware of, obviously, with a game tomorrow. Who is it? It's uh, Niners-Giants. You was clear win for the Giants tomorrow? Yeah, uh, probably dominant 30-0, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start Christian McCaffrey, bench him. Um, yeah, start all your Giants. Jalen Hyatt's going to score a 65-yard touchdown. That's Twice. about it. Do you reckon we should do a Matt- podcast with all of the reverse advice one day? Just completely confuse everybody. <laughs> Matt Brady's <laughs> going for 150 yards. <laughs> Jeez. Ah, ballsy call. So, yeah, we'll talk some no. news now. Um, obviously, the first big piece was Nick Chubb going down for the Browns. I mean, pretty devastating injury here. Pretty shitty tackling technique. I mean, I could harp on about that for about 45 minutes, but I'm not going to. Um, Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt seem to be the tandem in the backfield now. Kareem Hunt just re-signed with the Browns. Stefanski uh, said it's definitely Jerome Ford. Yeah, and yeah, Kareem Hunt will just compliment him. So, John Ford, who have they got this week? The Browns actually need to quickly look that up. What's the DFS shot for them? Oh, they got the Titans. Never mind, don't play them. Um, Titans are real good to stop on the run. Hey, they've been that way for the last twelve or thirteen games or something. So they got 
Jeffrey Simmons. Simmons. Absolutely kills it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe he just pours expectations on Jerome Ford this week. He's probably going to have a bad week, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, so, yeah, a bit of a shame for Cream Hunt owners in Dynasty. I mean, this is Nick second Chubb. time he's blown this. Uh, sorry, yeah, Nick Chubb owners. Um, second time he's blown this knee out, and this does not look good. I haven't actually heard the extent of it. Is it coming out yet? I don't think so. Probably... There's talk that he had to do have two, like, you know, rumour talk that there's two surgeries you have to have, one to repair and them. Another one to go back and fix something else in two weeks' time. So, oh, jeez. He actually has a murderer's road, Jerome Ford. He's got Tennessee, then Baltimore, then a bye, then San Francisco. Yeah. Easy. So he's got a Easy. real tough schedule. If he was Jerome Holden, he'd actually be, be better. I'd would you be likely to start? <laughs> would you play Kareem Hunt this week? You wouldn't, right? You just tell no. people, no. don't. No. Just, just give them the advice. Don't. I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd play. He Jerome hasn't been Ford in training camp. He, it's not like a guy that's been on a team's roster. He's fully into training shape, right? He hasn't run a ball in a um, pads for how long? Like a while. Oh, he might yeah. have been though. Like who knows? Oh, yeah, but it's but not just, you, can game, and, yeah. you can go run against your mates or whoever they have in their training group that's not on an NFL roster. It's not the same. Uh, I found it funny that he had to try out for the Browns. Yeah, like as if they don't know who he is. Like they never. Heard I think of it's more. They, they got to do make sure that he's actually. Yeah, he's not just an absolute dud. But I mean, he was only there like six months ago. Yeah, but he could be. Was Leonard Fournette on their team? Yeah, I don't. Like, know. Aren't they like yeah. when you've, if they want to make sure he's in shape and actually has mm. some burst, not if he did three drills and he was gassed. I mean, you know, I mean, give him three million bucks. Eh? Look, if you stop doing this for six months, how much weight would you put on? Like as an average person, right? If if they put on that much, there's just no longer a professional athlete. These guys probably put on one kilo or five hundred grams, and the team's like, oh, you're a bit overweight, right? Yeah. Maybe not quite, but yes. Yeah. No, when you look at Fournette, it's like maybe three kilos. Yeah. Because we're talking about like a 120 kilo guy. So there's a yeah. little bit of wiggle room. But yeah, these these people are sitting below 20% body fat, some of them, and stuff like that, like well below it. And Same. it's really hard to maintain that, to, to stay at that level without the, you know, constant personal chefs, personal trainers, everything just at your. That even just access to the facilities that just so good. Yeah, it'd be really hard to drop away from a team and keep keep that shape. Second on Barkley, ruled out for tomorrow. Uh, he's got the ankle issue that he got really towards the end of that Cardinals game last week. Uh, not a great time for, for old Saquon. Uh, the rush to the waiver wire from Matt Breeder was real this week. And I'm pretty happy with not having him anywhere. Um, I mean, I don't think he's anywhere near Saquon Barkley's quality and he's got an absolute... Uh, shit of a matchup against the 49ers this week. But in saying that, Kyron Williams just shredded them after I traded him away. So happy days for old Seamos. Um, yeah, I, I really he- like Gary Brightwell. I just love his name. Yeah, I've always hair. been a Gary Brightwell fan. He looks yeah, like his hair. <laughs> Philip Lindsay. <laughs> I was going to say Paul Amalu. <laughs> <laughs> and Evan Hull. Evan Hull had a really good preseason. So I hope they kind of give him a shot. Yeah, Breeder hasn't actually been that good whenever he's got the shot. No. He actually probably does better as the compliment to Barkley, and then when he comes in, he, he doesn't really do a lot. So Evan Hull of we'll the see. Indianapolis Colts to get around with the Giants, eh? Um, who am I thinking of? Who's the I rookie? I, I thought that too, but I was just like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Evan Hull is injured. Oh, Gray. Is it Gray. Ever- Eric Gray? Yeah. yeah, Eric Gray. Oh, well, I don't even remember him in preseason. Exactly. So, so yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty much 
delete that. Oh, we'll just edit that right? bit out. Yeah, we'll just, yeah, yeah, cut it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, onto the <laughs> it's going to be weird there. that we're talking about editing something out, but no one will know what it is. Oh, exactly. <laughs> don't know. Don't know what's going on. Oh, Pete, have you got our little piece of equipment there for us, mate? Just for this it's next a- next guy. Um, he's gonna he's gonna really need this. So uh, it's over to Justice Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little Ooh, bit of turf than I thought it'd be for that small. <laughs> a little bit of turf toe, uh, so he needs the tiny little mower out. Uh, I think this is a good week for um, for the Gus bus. Actually, anyone agree with me here? Yes, good yeah. week for the Gus bus for sure. Yep, I like it. Currently, actively trying to train him to me. Um, yeah, so he's <laughs> he's right on board. Yep. Yeah. Got the Colts. Um, I think he's a good DFS player. I think he's going in for seven touchdowns. So yeah, watch out for uh, for him this week. So look out for the um, the news on Justice Hill as we get a bit closer. Uh, OBJ ankle did not practice once again for the Ravens. Um, yeah, look, is what it is. Keep monitoring. Um, might be a bit of a shot for Rashad Bateman to actually get out there and do something. So fingers crossed for my. Is OBJ a play regardless? Like, are we going to start him even if he is healthy? Yeah, probably not. Well, I mean, there's teams that are going to have like you know deep wide receiver rosters who might be in a 16 team league, and he scored like, like the Ravens four points back to back. Yeah, but the Ravens are starting to move the ball a bit better, so it could be an option. But um, yeah, uh, Knox Dawson Knox, he has a bit of a back problem. He was did not practice, so keep an eye out for that. Back problems are the worst. You think they're right, and then uh, something comes back, and they're they're not so good. So it could be a Kincaid week, but who knows? There, uh, Amari Cooper has a groin and shoulder, or a, a grolder and shoin, as I'm calling it. Uh, so, yeah, he's did not practice this uh, Wednesday. Uh, keep an eye for him. He's, he kind of was in the same boat last week, but then just played, so it could be a vet day off. The, re- the report's like, oh, Amara Cooper's out. Took him out of my team. Just yeah. Yeah. I won't yeah, even think about it. 100% of snaps and 7 for packets. 90. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's the worst when they play on a Tuesday. Oh, no. Yeah, Tuesday for us. Yeah, like that. It's going to be the same with, um, like, Joe Burrow this week. Mm. Like, I don't think he misses, but if he misses the game this week, how many of us are going to have him in our starting lineup in Superflex, and we're just going to have to cop a donut if he's ruled out because mm. he plays the last game of the week. Exactly right. Uh, you got that um, second one of those little pieces of equipment there, Poyter, because we've got uh, Amon St. Brown also facing mm-hmm. a bit of... Uh... <laughs> I thought he was going to pull out a whip. <laughs> also facing a bit of turf toe uh, issues. If you want to see this little tiny lawnmower, we might have to post it on the socials. It's... um. Just perfect for for the size of your toe. Actually, it's probably a little bit too big for the size of your toe. Uh, <laughs> it's good. It, it keeps it real clean from turf. Pete shaves his balls with it. <laughs> Definitely too big for that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So watch out for Armand Saint Brown. Uh, he was playing with a metal plate in his in his foot last week as well in his boot to try and make it easier to handle. But I don't know. It's um, turf toe is never a good one. So yeah, I think. Temp your expectations for Amon St. Brown. He's probably going to go, but... How did he do mm-hmm. it, do you know? I think you um, jarred your toe. Oh, at the game? Yeah, it was during the game. Yeah, oh, the yeah. what an unfortunate thing to happen on Dozen Egg Night. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, I have another one of those. Like, like, <laughs> oh, no. Took me a second, actually. Oh, is that meant to stand for something? <laughs> it's code, Tom. Okay. You'll get it. You'll get it one day. Okay. Uh, over to Aaron Jones. He was still a did not practice. Keep monitoring him. Um, Christian Watson actually was back at practice, so good news for, for him and Jordan Love owners. Um, Anthony Richardson, we're going to talk about him a little bit tonight. Uh, he's still in the concussion protocol with Jacoby Myers and with Jalen Waddle. They're all still passing tests. Um, so, yeah, keep that. 
monitor it over the weekend and and hope they suit up for the week. But uh, and then Oxford Neckler, he's had two in a row, I think, hasn't he? Who's that? Anthony Richardson didn't he have a concussion he got week in the one first as well? One, yeah, yeah. Don't know how severity of it in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Eckler, once again, uh, still not practicing. Um, so let's let's hope my mate can. Is actually... this a holdout? It's, it's a looking weird, grim. Is this a weird sort of holdout by Austin Eckler? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was on his. Barkley um... does it too. Jake, if Jacobs <laughs> gets hurt this week and with like a mysterious injury that happens out of nowhere, conspiracy theory is going to fly. From Tom. <laughs> uh, Josh Kellyweek against the Vikings, that's for sure. Josh Kellyweek against the Vikings. Um, so, yeah, watch out for him. Brendan Ayuk, he's got injured everything at the moment. Um, so, yeah, once again, tomorrow he plays. Uh, <laughs> pretty silly for him to play. I think 10-day rest, get him right. You're probably going to win the game by 50 anyway. So what's the point? I'd expect him to, to sit on the bench, to be honest, because uh, there's no point in risking him. So the yeah, injuries, keep an eye on it over, obviously, Wednesday practice is a little bit... Uh, <laughs> Take it or leave it. I mean, it's a bet day rest or whatever. So uh, keep an eye on those injury reports. And let's talk some rookies of the week. We need drops. <laughs> Who wants to go first? You go first. <laughs> now you never go first. Me? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty straightforward here for, for number three for me. It's, it's Puka Nakua. Um, I think he's the, the start of season MVP. For fantasy circles, if you've for some reason stashed this guy on your bench because you thought, oh, you know, the Rams have need some players because Cooper Cup's out and he's been sitting there doing your thing for the last two weeks, you're absolutely cheering. He's tied most receptions between for a rookie in his first two games. So, I mean, what a stud. Love it. Three points. Puka Nakua. Yeah, see, I, think I, I got Bijan number three this week. I think I just liked what he, he's been doing a bit better. Puka got so many receptions and you take to add them up to his into his point, it's crazy, right? And it sort of comes back to some of the stuff Tom talked about on Twitter this week about how powerful these reception bonuses are in fantasy versus what they're actually effective for. But I don't know. I liked what he did. I think I just really liked what Bijan did this week. He dominated and and set the Atlanta Falcons really beating a top team in Green Bay. Are you calling Puka Slant Boy 2.0? No, I'm just – I think he had a good week. I just mean like his team lost. He didn't help his team win, and that's probably the difference where I sort of drew a bit back whether I can see it continuing. But Yeah. No, I get it. Bichon's incredible. I tossed up putting him around the other way, but it was just 15 receptions. How often does a wide receiver do that? I mean, how often do you see you playing 20 targets as well? Mm. But, yeah, Bichon is just – <clears throat> unbelievable with the ball. He's one of those guys that you watch and you, just every single time he touches the ball, you're like, oh, he's going to break away for a touchdown. I think it's one of those moments where I think that the reception, it makes me think, you know, 15 targets, that running backs don't get a point every time they carry the ball, but a receiver basically gets given the ball now more like a running back in different positions and they get a point for it. It's a bit of a divide in the fantasy scoring format, I think. And, I mean, he did do this against the 49ers, right? This was, yeah. this was a tough matchup. And you know, Kyron Williams was also incredible against them. The, the, the Rams are like a fairy tale story to start this year. There's nobody on their roster, and they're killing it. I don't know where this came from. Oh, I mean, it's like we forgot Matt Stafford's actually a good quarterback, right? So, Tommy had the same Still, Puka, Puka and Bijan. Yeah, Bijan. I've given him two points. Yeah, Puka is three. Bijan is two. Bijan, like. I, I, when I was going through trying to pick my two, I almost just scrolled past him, and I wrote this in my notes. 
it's kind of he's kind of been forgotten about because it's 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 expected. Like <laughs> we're kind of like, oh, he put up twenty points. You know, he's going to do that every week. But like when you look at it, it's like he scored twenty one point two points without a touchdown. Mm. That's fucking he's, amazing. What Christian McCaffrey is doing, but he's doing it on not even a hundred percent of snaps. That's what's yeah. wild about. Imagine he's if he, it with Tyler LG. Yeah, it's crazy. He gets a hundred percent of snaps. Nuts. Ooh. Wait for a segment later on. <laughs> All right. Uh, one point. We've got a bit of differing opinions here. Um, I will go first because you told me to. So Tank Dell gets my one point this week. Um, I love little Tank Dell. I was a big fan of this guy. He's, he's tape coming out of college. And I always just thought, you know, I think that we need to change our narrative on the size thing for the NFL because he's coming out seven, seven receptions, 10 targets, 72 yards and a touchdown. Just elite route runner. I really like the tape that he's putting up at the moment. Um, I'm going to say, you know, he only did this boy. He's up to 80% snap share. Um, if he can keep this up, you know, 20.2 fantasy points every week would be lovely. And we'll talk about the Texans, I'm sure, a fair bit tonight when we're, we're talking all of these rookies and uh, some of the quarterback play that's going on. So, yeah, Tank Dale gets my my one. Uh, you, as you're on the same boat, mate? Yeah, and I think what you said stood out to me because it's, you know, Zay Flowers a little small and he looks like the lead wide receiver for the Ravens and... Tutu Atwell's killing it and got Tank Dell just going nuts. That's it's a bit surprising, but yeah, these these small receivers are all doing really good. Rondell, um, yeah, not that one, but um, <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's all the small not receivers. Terrible, is he, Rondell Moore? Didn't he have a few know. catches last week? Oh, look, he, he, yeah, he, he chips in every now and then, but it's not like <laughs> he's he's not going for bloody, you know, a thousand yards. Yeah, he had one catch last week, 14 yards. Beautiful. Yeah. Three the week before for thirty three. So Josh Downs I mean, is also out there doing a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you've got the smallest of the small who kind of started this off at the moment, Devonta Smith. He was undersized, and he's killing it as well. So small receivers seem to be taking over the league. But uh, Poyda, Tom, you both had the same one, a little bit different to us. Poyda, so we had CJ Stroud as well, did he? Yeah, yeah. I think Stroud on the back of Tank Dell's. Mentioning you, you got to look back at the quarterback as well here. But um, Stroud's got like what? What did he have? Three hundred and eighty yards last week. Uh, it's pretty decent for a rookie quarterback in his second start in the NFL. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, a lot of things to improve on, but this guy's sort of playing really well. I think he's showing that he can pass the ball, and you can't sit there and say compared to some of these other quarterback rookie quarterbacks that come in prior years that he has a better receiving class. Um, he's not working with all pros or any. Um, and even Pro Bowl caliber wide receivers in this team in their current like state. So he's done very well there. They can't run the ball either. They're struggling there. So um, he's taken a lot of sacks, but I think what he's shown in the passing is pretty pretty good so far. And some of that I like to see. I think if you look at him compared to the other two um, quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks that are starting, he's put up like, what, 300 more yards of them in two games. So they got to be feeling pretty good about their pick. Pretty decent. I wanted to put... I wanted to put Richardson down as one point. Yeah. I mean, I gave it to Stroud for obvious reasons, but Richardson had 56 passing yards and two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Like 56 half passing yards. That is fun. like, that's, yeah, I'm, that's concerning. Like, that's, you know, that's pretty gross. 56 passing yards in When did you go quarters. out in the game? Oh, I was in the third quarter, quarter wasn't it? Really? I thought it was pretty early. It was first Gardner Minshew put up a lot of... Good points as well on the yeah. backup. So if you think about where, if he stayed healthy and you put him plus Minshew's yeah. roughly together, it would have been a pretty yeah. darn decent scoring week. Right? He would have been pushing for that one, three spot, as I think Tom had said. 
Can I give if a... If you saw his touchdowns, they're incredible as well. He's yeah. so fast. Yeah. It's unbelievable how fast he is for how big he is. I gave it a couple of honourable mentions. One to Tank Dell. The other one was Sam Laporta. Five catches for 63 yards. Sam Laporta has been sneaky good in that tight end position and every mm-hmm. week starter. Um, and, yeah, like I'm benching veteran tight ends and bringing up Laporta off my taxi squad mm-hmm. to, to play ahead of them. So he, he might be all right, Sam Laporta. Yeah. I had um, Jalen Hyatt, who made two pretty spectacular plays. I think it's only a matter of time before he earns himself a bit more playtime. Not ready to give him any points in this segment, but I think he's he's definitely a big stock up. Similar game to Marvin Mims, who ended up scoring a touchdown, but yeah, really just low snap percentage, but can make big plays, both of them. So it's exciting to see from those guys. Yeah, lots of receiving touchdowns for rookies early. Jaden Reed had two. Mims, Dell, Addison, Wicks, even the Scoon Man got one. So, yeah, a lot of lot the of, one for one for one for one. That's it, mate. That's all you need. That's all you need. But yeah, a lot of a lot of rookies already popping up and putting up some big performances, which is always good to see. Something like a really good class early, right? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you got some guys that are still, you know, getting their shit sorted. And yeah, it's going to be fun. Fun to watch these rookies every single year. And uh, I think, yeah, Jimmy Gibbs will be appearing on this pretty soon. I reckon so. <laughs> Yeah, look out for it. But, uh, yeah, Tombo's been uh, doing some research on some Snapchat stuff for these rookies. Uh, we're calling it the Rookie Snapchat uh, because that's outstanding and it is a social media platform, so good for me. Uh, so, oh, my goodness me, what have I done to the show, Doc? That was me. Yep, Holy sorry. Holy. <laughs> I pressed a button and then everything just shifted and it scared the shit out of me. So, uh, yeah, Tombo, let's let's talk through this, mate. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to this. Uh what do we want to? How do what, you started us off? I guess right. <laughs> I'll start it off. So it interests me in rookies that are getting low snap percentages, but when they're on the field, they're putting up big points. So so wide receivers, for example, there's a few out there that are getting on the field not very often, but when they're on the field, they're getting targeted a lot, and that sort of interests me. Thinking that towards the end of this season or even into next season you'd imagine that snap percentage is going to go up and up and up. And if they're already getting plenty of targets on minimal snap percentage, when they start to get a lead role or move into a, from a wide receiver three to a wide receiver two, the targets are going to go up. So I think these are players that you should be targeting as trades. And one perfect example, which I mentioned on the podcast two weeks ago, Jameer Gibbs, oh, actually, I don't think I was on the week. Anyway, Jameer Gibbs was only on the field for like 70% of snaps. On the fir- in the first game against the Chiefs on that Thursday night game. And he had like eight fantasy points on 17% of snaps. When you break that down, if he was on the field for a, a normal amount for an RB1 on a team, say like 65% of snaps, he would have scored like 35 points because he was so explosive in such a short period where he was on the field. So I broke this down. I, I put up all the rookies that have been on the field this year. I worked out their snap percentage. I worked out their average weekly fantasy score, and I and I worked out if they were on the field a lot more, how many fantasy points they got to score. So I'll give an example right at the top. Marvin Mims, he's averaging twenty five percent of snaps through the first two games. He's averaging eleven point six fantasy points per game. So if he was on the field for one hundred percent of snaps, which not many players are, but if he was. He would have put up nearly fifty fantasy points per game. And so, Russell Wilson would just be throwing it all the way down the field every single play. <laughs> it's kind of it kind of is blown out because he had two catches for 113 yards in week two. But what I'm getting at is when he's on the field, which is not often, he's getting targeted. 
Um, so I think Marvin Mims is a bit of a buy in Dynasty at the moment. Um, he's certainly moving. It's it's easy for him. What's, what am I trying to say? It's easy for him to move up from a wide receiver three to a wide receiver two and then potentially a wide receiver one if Judy gets injured or maybe he just even surpasses Judy. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll go through a few more here. Rashi Rice is an interesting one. Only 24% of snaps, but when he's on the, when he's on the field, um, if he was on the field for 100% of snaps, he'd be averaging 32.5, which is pretty crazy. Of course, Puka Nakua, who we're all talking about, he's only at number three here because he's already playing 82% of snaps, which is pretty high for a wide receiver. Um, Bijan is just dominating a very nice 69%, 69% of snaps for Bijan. Kind of expected that he's 69 uh, because we would all 69 Bijan. Whoa, um, okay. would we? <laughs> I thought for sure Pete was going to have a basketball <laughs> one there, but that was nothing. Here's, here's an interesting one. After Bijan is Roshan Johnson, uh, 40% of snaps, averaging 11.8 points per game. Again, averaging 30 points per game if he's on the field for or for 100% of snaps. So Roshan Johnson is a player that I'm going to be sort of keeping an eye on. Um, Jameer Gibbs, another one, 38% of snaps. Averaging 10.3 points per game. I think even just Roshan Johnson being on the field for 40% of snaps is enough to sort of glance yep. sideways at him. That's um, a decent amount of snaps there. Um, He's a good Jaden Hyatt is <laughs> probably... Jaden Reed, another one. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens now if Christian mm. Watson comes back, but he's right up there for, for players. 55% of snaps, 13.2 points per game. Uh, nothing really that stands out. Probably players that are fairly dog shit uh, when it comes to when they're, they're on the field a lot but not scoring. Um, one that stands out is JSN. He's right down 57% of snaps, only 6.3 points per game. Heard today his average depth of target's like 1.6 yards or something. Like just moving yeah. off the line of scrimmage a little bit more eh, and see what he can do in running well, around. I think you've got two, two touchdowns much last better week, players at running is, off the line of scrimmage yeah, on their team. Exactly so. Yeah. <laughs> While Lockett is still playing like this, it's yeah, it's pretty hard. Um, Josh Downs, seventy-eight percent of snaps, six point eight points per game. Quentin Johnson, Quentin Johnson was the one that I brought up, I think, on Twitter this week, um, because Quentin Johnson has scored the same amount of fantasy points this week as um, uh, Charlie Jones, the fourth round pick for the Bengals. Um, Charlie Jones hasn't actually played an offensive snap this year and him and Quentin Johnson has the same amount of fantasy points. Makes sense. I thought that was a fun little stat. Jonathan Mingo, the most, has been on the field the most of any uh, rookie this year and he's averaging 4.7. So that's pretty bad. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Any others that of the tight ends, Kincaid, number one. Oh, no, Laporta. Laporta's the number one of the tight ends. Then Kincaid. Then Schoonmaker. Then Musgrave. Who hasn't done a little, much, old Skewy. He hasn't done much, but yeah, neither is Ferguson. So, I mean, it's pretty hard to take anything from Dallas's game so far. But Schoonmaker, 32% of snaps. It's not, it's not nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Luke Musgrave up at 81%, not scoring too many points. I think that'll that'll go up, I reckon, his points that he's scoring. Yeah, he's, uh, seven he's and a half. He's look real good. This is it in one. And Michael Mayo just does not get any opportunity. Zero. Yeah. Uh, 
So if he was on the field for 100 percent of snaps, he would be averaging 1.7 points per game. It's like McBride, same deal. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Zach Ertz, back at it again. Yep. Yeah. So some some things to take away here. I think um, Roshan is. I mean, if he was on a better offense, it'd be a bit more exciting. The Bears are looking pretty shite as per. Um, well publicised across the media at the moment with yep. old Justin Fields blaming coaching, blaming everything, bar the fact that he just doesn't want to throw the ball. Um, yeah, Roshan's interesting. Uh, who else? J- Jaden Reed. I think Christian Watson's going to come back and maybe eat into his target volume a little bit. Um, obviously, Romeo Dobbs versus Jaden Reed. You can kind of take your pick, really, on which one you think is going to be the wide receiver too there. Um, Dubs has been injured. People saying, you know, Jane Reed over Romeo Dubs, but I think it'll be a good 2A, 2B. Just, you know, rotate between the two and hope one of them gets in the end zone. But um, when Christian Watson comes back. That's what I said, 2A, 2B. Ugh. So he's the one. You said Dubs and Reed. Yeah, no. Yeah, 2A, 2B, not 1A. Yeah. Uh, 1, 2, 2. Yeah. So, one, so, maybe you see, so you're, saying, but you're saying Watson's going to be 1. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I don't know. I reckon so. Hmm. I'd be interested to see. I reckon Watson could be one of those mm, big play guys, but not necessarily a huge target volume, but not sure. But today, Jordan Love is on pace of 51 touchdowns and under 4,000 yards. That's interesting. <laughs> Efficient. Efficient. Jones. He's the uh, – what did I read today? It was on um, – you're talking about Jordan Love. Anyway. Uh, let me. I found a very, very cool stat here on Jordan Love, and I will just find it. Keep oh, talking while I find just, it. Just that Aaron hey, Jones is the best running back. <laughs> yeah, can, I, okay. can I call you Pigfucker? <laughs> yeah. he has only, my, only my friends can call me Pigfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he has the second worst completion percentage over expected. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> second worst. <laughs> I don't think Does that, that makes means sense? anything. Means that he is throwing balls that shouldn't be caught, but they are being caught. I mean, that's good players. Yeah, good players yeah. around a semi decent quarterback. I think he's he, that's fine. I'm all right with Jordan Love with his performance so far. It's been more than acceptable um, for you know second game of the year. Great coach. Mm, great coach. Absolutely. Uh, what else have we got here? Hyatt is interesting too. Twenty eight percent of snaps, but. Um, yeah, I think, as I said earlier, as his snaps go up, he'll start to be sort of that Darius Slayton style of player, I think, that you could always chuck in Zay Jones, that kind of player, just um, put him in, Gabe Davis, maybe he scores a touchdown. Yeah. Tank Dell is a player that could easily play 90% of snaps, I think. Yep. Uh, is averaging 13.3 on 64% of snaps. So for him to average 20 points per game through the back half of the season, I think is very, very possible. And they're constantly chasing games too, so they're going to yep. be throwing the ball all the time. And there seems to be a little bit of a connection there Yeah, between Stroud and him. Yep. Might just quickly chat uh, Chiefs receivers. Peter, you're a... Uh... Kent this year was Skymore, or one of your Kents this year was Skymore. Uh, Skymore, Rashi Rice, both put up a game each, really. Um, how are you feeling about Skymore's start to the year? Confidence is not uh, sky high, but I still think he's getting the routes run. They just 
I don't know. I think they, they haven't settled into what they want to do completely as an offense now that um, Kelsey's back. We should actually see something come back together. But I think he had a good week last week. He's, his snap percentage just isn't through the roof, right? His targets aren't high. He got the touchdown last week and some yardage. So if the inconsistency is going to be there like that, it's going to be a bit worrying. But we've got a good couple of matchups the next couple of weeks, and I think that's his chance to really prove and hopefully outshone the other guys to give himself prove that he needs that target share as opposed to just keep spreading around. I don't want Rasheed Rice isn't there yet. Um, he had more snaps in week one really early. I think it was just Kelsey wasn't expected to be out, so they just had a few hmm. weird plays. They put Rice in, he caught a few catches, and then he was off the field. And then he played like half the amount of snaps in week two that he did in week one. So I think it's just he's still very much just a few different packages that they put him in for. Yep, fair enough. Quite a creative offense, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be one guy one week, one guy the next week. Kadaris Tony is still out there running routes and getting targeted quite a lot on his routes run, actually. I saw uh, target per route run. Kadaris Tony is at 33% target per route run. Uh, and then Skymore is down at like 12%. So, um, yeah, he's going to want to see an uptick in his targets for the routes that he is running. Uh, anything else you want to pull out of this, Tombo? No, I think that was about it. Yeah, cool. If anyone wants to, I don't know, if anyone wants me to tell them about any rookie, just hit me up. <laughs> I like it. Jump on the socials, jump into the Discord. We'll put the put a spready on there as well. But let's talk quickly about these rookie quarterbacks as well. We've got um, three rookie quarterbacks that have started out, started this year, a uh, couple with, you know, decent uh, decent production so far uh, from CJ Stroud, obviously. Has uh, already has more 300 yard games than Justin Fields, and yes, we keep coming back to Justin Fields because it's hilarious. Uh, looking good so far, and then Anthony Richardson doing work on the ground, a little bit of work in the passing game as well, and then Bryce Young. Uh, if you were a dynasty manager and you were to pick one of those three quarterbacks at the moment, uh, and you had to put them in order, this is just off the cuff. Who who would you pick as QB one so far, Ewis? I think it. Because we're talking about fantasy, it has to be Anthony Richardson just because of exactly what he showed you. He can he can run in two touchdowns, and they would wasn't even like it was two one yard tush pushes like Hertz got this week. It was two great runs. This he's got the potential to be, you know, that thousand yard rusher as a quarterback potentially. Cam Newton, yeah. So I don't think he's look. He's he's a rookie. I think we look at the other rookies and we don't give them as hard a time about their passing as we do for Anthony Richardson because he can run. It's like, because he can run, he must be bad at passing. But um, yeah, look, he's not the best and most consistent passer. He's making rookie mistakes at the moment. I think if you're in a dynasty league and you just purely want safety, CJ Stroud is is looking really like he's going to be a, a long career starter from two games, but you never know. Like he's throwing a lot as well to get him to these numbers. He's throwing like fifty passes a game or something. So forty six. Yeah, it's it's still Anthony Richardson for me, just because of the fantasy points he can put up. His ceiling is enormous. Anyone disagree with this? Or I saw a graph this week. No, I agree, hundred percent. It's Richardson then Stroud for me. I saw a graph this week that showed uh, on the x axes it was. Accuracy per pass, and on the y-axis it was separation for wide receivers. And Bryce Young was the most accurate 
quarterback in the league through two weeks, and his wide receivers had the least amount of separation of any wide receiver room in the league. I think his dot's probably very low, though. So. Probably, yeah. Um, but that was uh, fascinating because it was such an anomaly to see Bryce Young right at the top uh, on that axis, and then his <laughs> and then his receivers just like negative yards of separation. <laughs> like it was just terrible. Just think he's doing that while he's lining up behind his right guard too. So that's um that's good quality play. Everyone <laughs> see that? He's what? Yeah, no. he, he didn't line up behind the center. He did the old Kirk Cousins and lined up behind oh, the really? right guard. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Sanders had to push him across. Or I can't remember what the running back was, but had to push. Well, him there was a Jordan so. Love. Uh, yeah, that was sniper so as well. What did they call that? The uh, butt stumble. Butt stumble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Houston are running what the third most players in the NFL at the moment, which is um, pretty absurd. I mean, obviously they're going to be a negative game scripts most of this time, so you're going to expect this to to kind of be a trend. Um, CJ Stroud's looked real good as, as you know his, his passer rating isn't exactly stellar but it's the best according to PFF out of the three uh, Bryce Young down the bottom but no I've, I've liked what he's done if you can put up 380 yards in a game in your, in your second start I think that's that's pretty quality so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes against you know the, the real tough competition coming up um, what's that schedule like in the next few weeks? Jags, yeah, Steelers, Falcons. They're not going to be favoured in any of the games, no, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but in saying that, like, how hard is the defence that they have to play? So it's it's Jags, Steelers, Falcons, Tex- uh, sorry, Saints, Panthers. So there's there's some, you know, half-decent games, some yeah, half-decent ones Steelers where he's going to get tested. Yeah, Steelers, obviously, with their pass rush, yeah. Um, it's killing Damien Pierce. Oh, yeah, far out. Tell me about Do it. Do you know Damien Pierce hasn't been on the field for a, in a two-minute two minute drill yet? Yes. Okay. This but, year. Yeah. I would. I don't know what to I say. I don't want to be too up or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Damien Pierce. We, if you ever expecting Damien Pierce to be the positive game script this year, then I think you're you're dreaming. Well, I think that's where we thought he was had some value of being a good pass blocker, and you think maybe he gets out there a bit more. But clearly, they've got a different role for him this season. Someone kept talking. I'm just looking for a stat. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, yeah. what do we There's really no options, right? Because you look at Nico Collins, maybe because they're throwing a, a million passes and Tank Dell, they're, they're looking oh. like they're pretty startable. Robert Woods looks Soon to be Pro Bowl Nick Collins, Nico Collins. He <laughs> <laughs> was um, six on the year. Pick I've up. been banging on about him for three years. He finally does something. <laughs> I still just, yeah. You're still not excited. It's, tem- it's temporary. It's temporary, yeah. I yeah, I mean, it's the Texans. <laughs> no, I mean, buy him, start him every week. 100% of me. Yeah. I wouldn't buy I mean, him dynasty, though. I would. I've got him everywhere. Come, come to me. Who's got him? I sold Sky Moore for him last year. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm 100% in. If they're going to be yeah, behind on every single game, they're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to have to do this every game. Nico Collins is a good wide receiver. Let's go. And does his hamstring next week. Oh, please. Thanks, Moz. Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, touch wood. <laughs> Tank Dell. <laughs> Tank Dell's great, too. Both of them. Yep. Great one, too. Robert Woods will, I don't know, get Have on his still got that soon. old Pats receiver. Um, who's that guy? Noah Brown. Like, no, he's on our, that's what it. Patriots draft in like the first round. Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett. Yeah, right. Have right. they still got him on the roster? Oh, yeah. the wide receiver four. We were going a lot further back in drafts than I thought we were. Yeah. Mm. 
just having a look at the chart. <laughs> I'm just thinking if uh, no, Robert Woods got or... there, right? So, oh, Mechie, should, yeah, let's get Mechie on the field a bit more. Well, so I think that's his first game. game. Yeah. Like, mm, mm, um, I'm not saying he's like he's. They've got to find a role for him as well. I think a bit more, but it's his first game back. They just got him back acclimatized to playing football, getting what it used to being game day. Then they didn't need him to play more than that. So, I mean, I think it's a good start for him. I he just th- has a career basically. I, I, I yeah. think yeah, he's not going to be, be nice. like a well better or anything <laughs> like that, but he could be a valuable bench asset dynasty wise. Um, but it's just going to be, you're just going to hold him. You've held him for this long, wait a bit longer. Um, but he's probably in that price range of wide receiver that's use, uh, useless and worthless long-term. Like, they're never going to have big enough points to start. They're injury protection, but, oh, well, I hope he just plays well, right? You said, Chris? Yeah, I just hope he, he, you know, goes on, gets another contract or something. Maybe he bounces around a little bit, but just if he, if he can stay on. I mean, he could, yeah, he could, he could turn out to be... Yeah. Just one of these reliable players that that's had that break, understands it, and comes back and just kills it once he gets some opportunity. Yeah, he was he was a good player in college. I was super excited about him before before he was draft eligible. Eligible, I think it was was probably the rugs and um, Waddle year. No, rugs and year after that. Yeah, yeah, Judy year. Whoever was in that class. That's very confusing. All the Alabama receivers are in the NFL. Waddle and Devonta Smith. Yeah, so, hey. yeah, watching him, I was like, oh, and he's the best of the lot, and it's always like that, you know. There's there's two that go in the first round of the draft, and the, the, the next one's always the best one that's coming through. So. It was him and Jamison Williams, and he yeah. got injured in the uh, one of the SEC championship game, maybe, uh, and then it came down to Jamison Williams, and Jamison Williams went down in the... Uh, National title, national championship. And then he uh, wasn't, then, wasn't an NFL player. And then That's Georgia followed them. <laughs> Carry on. Johnson. You're back, Moz, with your thing, eh? Uh, no, I can't remember what I was looking for. I was looking for um, rate of pressure, but I just I can't find the stat at the moment who's been pressured the most. But I can tell you this right now, the person who's been sacked the most in the NFL at the moment is CJ Stroud. So. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, it's a, they have so many injuries on that O-line. The O-line is uh, the B-line, really. It's the second string O-line. I imagine he's dropping back a lot more than um, most yeah. quarterbacks still as oh, well. Yeah. Like if you compare Richardson and um, Stroud, definitely. And I would assume Bryce Young is not dropping back nearly as much. I don't actually know what his passing numbers are, but. I try to avoid watching so, their games. If you guys had to rank these three dynasty wise now, what order do you have them in? <laughs> Did we, we just this? discuss this? <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> Richardson, Stroud, right? Rich, yeah, Richard, Richo, Stroudo, Youngo. Should be you, yep. you guys all got four. You have the you have the same, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Are you different, Pete? I mean, if you want a unanimous consent, you're going to have to get it from one of the other owners. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to. You, you are an absolute knob Let me tell you. <laughs> did you really oh, just make yourself look like a goose just so you could get that out there? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> that was the, nice. the best one so far. <sighs> Is that all we had to talk about with the quarterbacks? Did we have a whole segment talk about rookie quarterbacks? No, nah, look, I just wanted to just throw it out there. Okay. Um, are we expecting Stroud to do this for the rest of the year? Is he rookie Justin Herbert? No. Nah. Why not? Doesn't have the team, I don't think. 
Neither did Justin have it. Yeah, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think if the Texans just... get healthy, maybe there's a chance that we see some some wins from the Texans. I just kind of think he's going to be, they're just going to be in negative game scripts and they're just going to want him to throw it and throw it and throw it and maybe he puts up like 5,500 yards. Like, can you imagine? How cool would that be? Very. He's so cool. Great. Maybe, maybe he has like 35 and 9. And, well, I mean, you know. he's already at 626 yards in two games. So, well, we're halfway there while we're living on a pre. I'm not even sure Whoa. that I can think back to Herbert and how just the team went in that season. So I yeah, feel like, I'm trying to think where they finished. I feel like they were like maybe on the playoff bubble. And they missed they out, draft? but with some dumb lo- losses or something like that. They drafted yeah, um, Rashawn the Slater, who was... Where was Rashawn Slater drafted? That will oh, tell you I'll how bad they went. <laughs> in 10 to 14? Yeah, I'm thinking around 10. Michael Parsons is 11. Was he 11? Anyways, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't think he's going to... I think he's... Everyone's going to love him. He's going to be that, like... Yeah, that's why. I I could see the Texans being a bit worse than that, but... I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it's more maybe the rest of the team around them, whereas I think the Chargers have always got good players on their roster. The Texans don't really have a lot of star power on their roster. Do the Texans still have the Browns pick? Yeah. First round pick? They do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm offended that you okay. think that they don't have star power. <laughs> Why is that? Because Nico Collins is a star. <laughs> and Tank, Tank Dell is a star. Damien Pierce is a star. Robert, Robert Woods was a star. <laughs> was. <laughs> John Mechie what happened could to him be in a star. Tennessee? Uh, volume could Tennessee don't pass the ball. Yeah, no, he's just injured, injured, injured. And then all of a sudden he's getting like, 10 targets a game come to Texans. They're only feeding him beer and chips over there, so it's pretty easy to get injured on Must that. Must have been. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, yeah, look, week three on its way. I'm looking forward to some games here. Might wrap this one up uh, next week. I don't know. Talk about some. <laughs> <laughs> Probably really good defences, I reckon, is, is what I want to talk about. We'll yeah, I think the, we'll, we'll start the to have teams some... you don't start your players yeah, against. Yeah, we'll start to have some trends setting. Um, I mean... Everything except the Cowboys. The Cowboys have had three pretty easy games so far. So, uh, yeah. Still, though, it's been just savagely bad. Like, you you can't start anyone against the Cowboys at the moment. So don't start any Cardinals <laughs> this week. It's going to be what? the record would score you, for, like, the highest score. Would you start Josh Dobbs or uh, hold off and, and hope that Joe Burrow is out? <laughs> Start him instead. Yeah, look, you're probably better just starting Joe Burrow because Dobbs could throw ten interceptions this week. No, I mean Browning. Oh, Browning, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, no. I got I, offered a twenty-six third for Josh Dobbs yesterday. To be it? fair, <laughs> yeah, the Cardinals aren't playing terrible football. Like they're not a complete. They don't have this amazing roster, but they're competing, and that's what I think you want to see from the Cardinals. Right? For some, like. We thought they'd come out and get smashed both weeks, and they've really made games of it. Who's, not, who's to say they don't give the Cowboys a little bit of a, a battle? Me. I think it'll be closer. Me. Than I think I think it'll be closer <laughs> than a bow. Um, nah, the biggest margin in NFL history is seventy-three points. It can be tested yeah. this week. <laughs> Look, you're outrageous. 
I am, but oh, but like, at least Zach Ertz is going to go. You know, seventeen catches for forty-two yards. That'll be excellent. Good, excellent. That's fantastic. Just what everyone wants. <laughs> now, so, look, uh, if, if we're competitive, that's fine. That's fine. But just don't win the game. <laughs> Before we uh, finish it, because no one's interested, there's a massive slate of college games on this week. Alabama v. Ole Miss is going to be an all-timer this week. Uh, get that on the telly. But Alabama are shit now. Alabama are shit this year. Yeah, no, and Texas, if they sure. lose to Ole Miss this week, it is going to be hilarious. Because How far did they go down after? They're at 13. 13. They haven't been outside 10 for since 2015 or something. Yeah, wow. So... What about um Colorado State playing Oregon? That's a big one. Uh, not Colorado State, just Colorado. Oh, CSU. Just the oh the other one. Just Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're playing um Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, UCLA, Utah. Yeah. There's a few good teams. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's a pretty nice uh slate of games this game. week. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a big one too. Good fun. Any, any opportunity to see Notre Dame? Heisman. What was that? Sneaky or squeaky? Squeaky Sam Hartman. Oh, sorry, Mr. Squeak, what grade are you in? <laughs> Let's get out of here. I don't, I don't want to hear any more of this, but I do hear your we have another. We have another Discord question. I hear your sister is going out with Squeak, but anyways. Uh, all right, yeah, Discord questions, my bad. Are we buying, selling, or holding the following players? Just quick answers here. Javante Williams, what are you doing with him? Buying, holding, or selling? Buying. Sell? Yeah. What's wrong with him? Why are we? Why are we quick selling? answers. Stop asking questions. I think okay, I'm saying sorry. buy because they haven't done much so far yeah, in the buy. run game. I think there's an opportunity for that to be the bit that improves. Um, I'm saying sell just because he's not getting enough yeah. snap share. But yeah, they're 45 percent snaps both games. Yeah. 12 and 13 yeah, he's attempts. Come back from an ACL. Yeah, for sure. He's in him back. Guys behind him. Yeah, even your little rookie dude that's Jill doing some stuff. Clint. Yeah, like. I mean, like, doing? they're hitting the point now that they're 0-2. They're going to have to start to actually win games, so they're going to need to forget about um, babying him in and putting to take the cotton wool off, find out what you got. And I think one of the things that the Broncos really need is to, to power run game, to bring it back up. To Russell's passing the ball well, but they're just not balanced enough on offense, so I think they're going to have to be like, we need to lean on the run more. And I think there's an opportunity, whether he's got the body and he's healthy for it is a different story. But I think at the price and what the performance has been so far, people would probably have a be a bit more inclined to sell him after two poor weeks as opposed to if he'd had two really good weeks. I just, uh, something occurred to me there. It's, uh, so Broncos 0-2, Cardinals 0-2, Bengals 0-2. Giants are the best team on this podcast. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> DJ Moore, buy, yes. sell, hold. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. I mean, you're selling at a pretty low at the moment. I think you'd have to hold. Yeah, hold. Absolutely yep. hold. He'll have a good there's, game. There's going to be the return of the Bears that they just say, oh, screw trying to have this coaching game plan. They'll yep, have another just run rough. of it. But it's going to be bad for Justin Fields' long-term career because I think they need more than just what they did last year. And but I think there'll be a couple of weeks where we see some improvement. And even last week, we saw more um, actually pick it up in terms of the targets and there is a middle a, ground, though. Like, Justin yeah. Fields can run. He doesn't have to not run at all to, you know, like... But I think that's where they've got it. They haven't coached it. They haven't found the balance in how they coach a game plan and they let him play ad hoc, and that's where they're struggling. Like, they need to make teams worry to free up everyone else, but I think there's a bit of both. They need, he needs to be better at making decisions and Absolutely. the team needs to be better at... It's kind of like there's just this... He's... 
copped so much criticism for running and that being the only thing he can do that now he's like scared to take off and run or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah. He's also what scared to throw the ball, so just, yeah. just be, be he's overthinking it. That's exactly it. He's like, oh, yeah. I should run here. But then don't, no, no, I need a throw and it's too late. He don't, makes say a bad um, don't say it's the coaching though. I mean, your first option, you're a quarterback, should be, okay, first read, second read. If it's not there, run. Like, I don't know why I can overthink it. It's... It's strange you've been paid all this money and you still can't figure it out after how many starts. Like, come on, can't blame What percentage coach. chance do you think Justin Fields is a starting quarterback for the Bears next year? 10. 13.8. Someone will pick him up, though. 22 and a half. It's all pretty low. Yeah, it's all pretty low. I, I think it's high. I, I think it's below 50 at the moment. He's, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's copping it. Like, just throw the ball, throw the ball, mate. Like, you're a quarterback, do it. Anyway, they haven't won a game in like what eleven or twelve weeks or something. It's just horrible. Just horrible. Yeah. Josh Jacobs buying, selling, or holding, buying, absolutely Buy. buying. You're buying. Buy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Tom? You don't agree? Yeah, buy. Yeah. yeah. I was interested. We all said buy so quickly, but go on. Roger that. Huge involvement. Uh, I think we've talked about CJ Stroud and Nico Collins enough. Uh, the question was, what makes CJ Stroud and Nico Collins the best quarterback? Why receive a combo in the NFL? Pure volume and negative gain scripts, I think, is <laughs> what's holding him up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, looking forward to a, a tougher matchup. So, uh, next question was, what is the realistic backfield chair between Madison and Akers at season end? Now, Tom, you're the real Madison fan here. Throw it to you first. I will say... I will say it's seventy thirty to Acres. Wait, this week or for the rest of the rest of the season? But when I say seventy thirty, that means Acres is scoring seven points, Madison's scoring three points. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a big well, it doesn't add up, but that's whatever. There's a big win for think, Madison this week against the I think Madison, yeah. One of those situations where Madison gets plenty of run on the field, but maybe not as many carries. So Acres has just as many carries on less snaps. Is where it ends I up. I think I don't want to start either of them. No. To be honest, I don't think I Although, want either of them. I will absolutely be starting Madison the next four weeks. It's uh, Chargers, Panthers. Actually, no, sorry. I thought that was two games against Chargers. The Chiefs, I wouldn't start him against them. But then the Bears and then the Vikings again. Ooh. So four out of the next five weeks, I'm absolutely smashing. What if Kirk Cousins just leads the league in passing? Madison yeah, against the at least, Vikings. At least yeah, I heard that as well. <laughs> what was that, Tom? Madison against the Vikings is interesting. I mean, it's uh, the Chargers. Sorry, my bad. And then, yeah, look. What they play the Chargers twice? No. For some reason, it said Chargers. Now it says Chiefs. So I don't know what's going on with my uh. computer. But yeah, three out of the next four the char- at least. They play the Chargers this week. Three out of the next every four. Every Viking you own yeah, this absolutely. week. The Chargers suck. Um. And then it's Niners Packers. So play him three out of the next four, sell him after the game against the Bears, and happy days. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll go along with that. Beautiful. Love your work, Tombo. Uh, last question. How much do the Ravens win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I missed Was that. It's only three by, points. They only... No, it's by Greg. Close. Uh, safety. It's only by safety, so two points. What was the question? You cut out. How much do the Ravens win the Super Bowl by? They're not even winning the AFC North. Carry on. Okay. Put <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it from Discord. Please jump over there if you want to get your question asked. Even just jump over there for a bit of a yarn. Do love a bit of a yarn. So, uh, yeah, look, appreciate all the follows. Appreciate all the listens. So if you can jump onto the podcast platform, leave a five-star review. Get up on the social media X. Get us up on X at Oz. Thanks for joining NFL. us here on the Anal Probe Night. <laughs> <laughs> just walk out again. 
Yeah, I'm sure. Seamus, it's cut out. Oh, no. What timing? I know, Pro. That probe went deep on him. Love a little probe. That was me just recapping all the socials to myself. So, happy days for me. Happy days. Yes, classic Blue Mountain. All right, boys, let's get out of here. Good luck in matchups. Hope you all lose, except the listeners hope you all win. Fellow podcasters here, hope you all lose. Is your mum deaf? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a epic clip about a blind kid that he throws the ball at as well? He's, he's like, I think it's a bit wet, and he's like, no, he's blind. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. So long. Uh, Toodaloo. <laughs>